1: Welcome back, everybody, again to The Basement Binge. Thank you for being here. I'm excited to be here, and I am Harrison. And this
2: is your boy, Kelton. And this is your other boy, Cade.
1: Yeah, so thank you, everyone, for being here. You two guys in front of me, but also everybody listening. I've been trapped at work lately, mindlessly just studying. We're in training right now, and I'm so grateful to finally, like, have a conversation about something that I enjoy. Like, movies are a huge part of my life, and I'm grateful today to just sit down and just enjoy enjoying movies so thanks for being a part of the conversation and if you enjoy movies come definitely listen and subscribe because today we watched Captain America the first Avenger with our continuation of the MCU binge um, so yeah it was, it was a pretty fun movie to watch so we'll we'll, we'll jump right into this after a, a few
2: brief thoughts all right yeah guys thanks for listening in um, we we're just having a blast like this is really just so much fun you guys just watching like everyone download these and listen to them and listen like hearing thoughts from all of you guys too is really amazing so big shout out to you guys you make this like so much fun to do and just want to remind you guys we have our goal of 1000 downloads before the end of the year so we totally need you guys' help you know Uh, we're doing as much as we can on social media but we'd also like you guys to reach out maybe just like Throw us on your Instagram story, tweet at us, um, anything to help us outreach our goal for 1,000 downloads by the end of the year. Um, but yeah, we're going to keep posting weekly, and we'll keep you updated on Twitter and Instagram, which Kate has the details for you.
3: Yeah, and for sure, uh, know our Twitter tag, Instagram tag, and Facebook pages. That way you can keep that up to date of all of our you know, thoughts about the movie that we just watched and quotes from our podcast as well as... Um, upcoming events and updates, and movies that we'll watch, as well as recommendations for sure. Um, our Twitter is Binge Basement, and the Instagram is The Binge Basement. And one quick, one quick little shout out to all the new new people that showed up this past week. Notice that you guys started to follow us, our fellow podcasters about movies. Want to say welcome, and we're glad you guys can jump on ship to our newly designed ship. <laughs> <laughs> And we're just excited for this new episode here. We got a lot to talk about.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, definitely follow us on Twitter if you just want to hear us rant about things. Like, super short story. Today, I was in work studying, losing my mind, and the only thing that, like, keeps me sane is listening to music. But if I listen to regular music, like, with lyrics, I get distracted. So I was listening to movie scores because that's, like... And then I, I was like trapped inside for like 20 minutes and we don't have service in there so I couldn't do anything. So I finally went on my break and I just tweeted like crazy. I was like, I have so many thoughts in my head that aren't about work and I have nobody to talk to. So I'll tell Twitter. So if you want to hear me rant about my poor pathetic life while I'm at work, you can follow us at Twitter. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so... Yeah, jumping right into how we just break down of how we do our podcast here, how we we review and talk about our movies. We start with what we've called our two cents, the phrase we've coined. Eh, That was a stupid (laughs) pun. (laughs) But yeah, so our two cents, that's just where we get two minutes of uninterrupted time to give our knee-jerk reactions to the movie. And we follow that up with something we've called Pick Your Poison, where we decide between our – it's like a rating scale between never watch again, rent the movie, or buy it and kind of our reasons for that and then specifically for the mcu we review some rankings that we've given it from previous podcasts um and then we follow that up with binge points which are just fun things we noticed this time watching it um and then we talk about our favorite and least favorite scenes and then we fall in which is where my favorite part of it i say like the meat and potatoes of our show if you want to call that the the big stuff where we talk about the meaning of the movie and how it impacted us whether it was this time or another and it really a really positive conversation so I guess I will go first since I introduced it with the two cents. Yeah. Here, Cade, go ahead and get my timer started. You're on. Okay, so first things I noticed, just want to rattle off super quick the casting choice, not just for Captain America, Steve Rogers, just so many good casting choices for this whole movie. The music was phenomenal. It was a really incredible period piece, a really, like, almost like classic like World War II movie, while also being a superhero movie. It was a fun introduction for Captain America, um, which I think would be a really, really incredible, incredibly difficult character to play. Like I am not jealous of Chris Evans at all. I'm jealous of his physique, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> but I' am not jealous of like the the responsibility that's not the right word, but the the whatever, the the responsibility, yeah, to play Captain America. Um, that is just not an easy thing to do. I'm going to try and look up this comic, this one panel from a comic where T'Challa pretty much says that Captain America is perfect. And I think that'd be a really hard character to add depth to and add emotion to is he's just kind of a a walking statue of American purity, whatever that means. (laughs) And, uh, and just like perfection and and like what a man should be, how he should be so manly and, and and brave and courageous, but also compassionate and kind and, and correct. Um, Which I think this movie did a good job at, but also didn't make it so he was just like a propaganda piece. Like Captain America was kind of originally made to be. I think they kind of addressed the propaganda that he was and said that this character in the MCU is going to be so much more than that. Um, But also added emotion to a way that... like, Not that I want Captain America to be anything different in the comics. I'm getting distracted here, but... um, that type of character is something that's not fitting for a movie and I think they adapted the character of Steve Rogers in Captain America perfectly for the MCU with this movie um, but yeah it was a ton of fun I also forgot how funny this movie is oh, we yeah. were laughing like a ton like way more than I remembered and I'm out of
2: time <laughs> <laughs> alright I, I really want to talk Kate so Set up my timer real so quick. You just can't yeah. you me. Just, my just, turn, baby. I'm just sit in the you
3: know third wheel right here and let like you smack talk. Dude, me.
1: we're like a little tricycle, okay? We there's only three one back wheels. Wheel now.
2: <laughs> All right,
1: Dude, me. what kind of tricycle do you ride that has one back
2: wheel? The one wheel's in the front. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. That will be a fun <laughs> tricycle, man. <laughs> How would you turn that? Just Wait, in Mexico they have these things. Well, yeah, like the motorcycle like the, yeah, the bike things. Yeah. They're the scariest things that so like the to first turn. time you get on it, it feels like you're going to fall over cuz it has like the bar and like the two wheels in the front and it's just like a normal bike. And like I got on one once and I started going and I'm going like super slow and you turn it, you almost feel like you're just going to freaking die, dude. Those things are insane. Well,
3: that's what I'm riding.
2: Yep, this is true. <laughs> 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 All right. So, start my timer uh it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, this movie Captain America: The First Avenger. You know, I've mentioned in previous podcasts that like I really dislike Captain America. You know, I, don't, I I hate. Yeah, I would go to the point where I say I hate him. But I really enjoy this movie and to all those who all those people who say that doesn't make any sense listen (coughs) up i'm about to tell you what's going down so you could have like a really good movie with music actors the dialogue the plot climax everything but you don't have to like a certain character for you to like the entire movie so that's kind of where i stand with captain america first avenger but to get back to the movie so one thing i think this movie does really well just on first like first thoughts after watching it is it's kind of super corny and cheesy but it totally gets away with it like the action scenes in this movie are total just dramatic what you'd expect from a superhero movie but it totally fits with like the soundtrack and kind of just who captain america is you know he's just like america super patriotic you know and it's just like you know him jumping off a tank and it's exploding behind (laughs) him and it's slow motion or he throws the shield in slow motion whatever it just works like, I didn't feel like it was stretching at all. You know, it, it was just a very fun way to watch a movie. Um, and, you know, Captain America, it, it, I think deep down in each and every one of us, we have that, like, freedom kind of thing, you know? And so when we watch Captain America, I think we get to kind of just enjoy that part of ourselves. But, um, yeah, I, I think the villain was incredible in this red skull he totally like balanced out captain america really well yeah and i've watched this movie three times in the past year with oh, about wow. like yeah like three months in between each time so like, i feel like i've watched this you know i, I remember a lot of things from like, each time i've watched it but um it's cool because i oh, frank dang it Come on, tom this is my favorite part
1: about this is i know like Super quick, man. We're getting distracted today. This is gonna be a long podcast. <laughs> but when I'm talking in my two cents and I know that I've been talking for a while, I'm always like, man, the timer's gonna go off. And then I'm like, well, it hasn't gone off yet, so I have to keep talking. So then I like feel like I have to like talk really fast.
3: <laughs> feel like you feel Roger's <laughs> <just> like, uh, <laughs> okay, is that it's it? Like and then the you have like five up. seconds left and you're like, okay, all right. <laughs> uh yeah you say, all right for five seconds. Uh, all right. <laughs> Okay, well I guess it's my my turn now. And boom. <clears throat> okay, my first thoughts were, I haven't watched this movie in a long time. Number two, I am really amazed how they were able to give Captain America emotion because I could, I was coming into this. I've watched the other move, the other movies, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Civil War, and all the other MCU movies. You know, or, like it's it's. I remember those better than this one and this one and in in the very first captain america movie i could see that they gave him a personality friends a lover and this like emotion and like just this origin story that like just grows on you so quick you know and like i remember that there was points where I'm just like wanting to, I just I wanted to see how Captain America would react. Like, how would he react in this situation? If like, if he he's a good person and he's be given he's given this ability to just be super strong and just ridiculous. Like, how would he react to that? Would he struggle at first? Would he just like be really awkward and or he just like just take a stride to get really prideful? But like he he was just always about other people. Like in the very beginning, he said, "This isn't about me." And he was asked like, "Do you want to kill Nazis?" He's like, "I don't want to kill anybody. I just I don't like bullies." And so that like, the writing made gave Chris Chris Evans a bit of help in helping making this character what it needed to be. But like, holy crap! They made this this movie so funny. Like this, this, it wasn't like this whole scene. It was just little snippets, like a phrase here, a phrase there. It was just that's this golden nugget here and there. And I, that's what like made me love this movie so much to the point where I could watch this over and over and just come to love Captain America.
1: Well, perfectly timed. Yeah. Hey, so, um, man, got so many things to say. Let's just move on. So pick your poison. Uh, I kind of already defaulted. we watched, again, my copy, so I guess my opinion is bye, but... <laughs> Even if this wasn't the MCU, because like, I feel like of the, of the uh, phase one, I felt like so much of it, they were really trying to get it connected. Um, and like phase two, it was already connected. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting kind of distracted. I feel like this movie stands on its own so well. Um, what I'm trying to say is that I would buy this movie, and I would love this movie, even if it wasn't part of the MCU. Like, let's just say this is just some movie that was just made, um, totally separate, like it was a really well done movie. So yes, I would buy it. That was way complicated way of saying I would buy it. <laughs>
2: All right, Kate, you want to bring it around?
3: pick uh, Poison. I would. I would buy it, but like, um, I don't know. It's just I can't think of any other explanation. Which is like, yeah, I would buy this movie because it's it's a good movie of just straight action but like you can if you really pay attention you can see how how freaking connected that is creating this like spider web of references and connections and cameos and stuff stuff like that so it's just it's a good movie for for kids it's a good movie for families it's a good, it's a good movie for like straight-up nerds that we are <laughs> it's uh, a good it's a good movie for action and explosions like you see that you see Captain, Captain America jump off the the tank and it's all in this explosion slow motion like Hundred percent obvious CGI, but it's like I don't really freaking care because it's Captain America. <laughs> but like,
2: this is a movie for everybody. Yeah, Kellen, you can never watch it again. Um, not gonna lie, this time I was able to notice there is something I really dislike about this movie. But we'll get into that later. Oh Darn, guys, I gotta be honest here. <laughs> no, that's good. that's good. That's good. But um, you know, pick my poison. Um. This is a buy Like I agree with Caden Harrison You know This is a really good movie It's a great origin Individual superhero movie That connects all the other MCU movies But like Harrison said It stands perfectly well on its own And you know It's like You know Children appropriate You could be 90 years old Or like 9 years old And you're gonna enjoy this movie Yeah So Um I mean, yeah, I've watched it like a bunch this year, but I've enjoyed it every single time. So if you don't enjoy it, like you have some issues, but you'll like it. I yeah. promise you that. So
1: yeah, so uh, let's uh, just super man. I'm getting so distracted by it. our ranking. God, <laughs> oh, it's a struggle. I've got so many thoughts about this movie. Okay, so my ranking, Harrison here. I rated. I don't even know what it is. Captain America: The First Avenger as number eighteen. It's Yikes. so low on the list. I, I my initial reaction, I want to move this up really badly, but I don't want to say that too soon because like I said last time, so much of this is being you know ranked against um, you know, ranking is you compare it to the rest of the MCU, so I don't know what that's gonna be like. But I will say in ranking this, I hadn't I think I've only seen this movie once. Like I, I don't ever remember re watching this movie. Oh wow. So there was so much of it that I didn't remember. Um, so yeah, it, it's definitely gonna go up on my list and then also just to review my phase ranking super quick I put it at It's for number four. It's probably gonna stay there So yeah, anyway, All
3: right. what do you have it Kelton?
2: um so on mine overall I have Captain America's number 11. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I had okay. it pretty high up timeout you, you
1: hate up. Captain You're America
3: <laughs> Okay, hold on hold on hold on hold on so let me get this straight. So no. you have had this hatred no. <laughs> for Captain America. Where the past two episodes, you've mentioned that you just can't stand this guy. In our M- in our MCU rankings, you just you went on a train of just like you
1: said you hated him, multiple hated Captain times. Ma- multiple yes. times, and that you
3: just could not stand. And you're like Iron Man all the way if you choose chose between the two. But let's look at your list here. You have Captain America. Over wait, did I get this right? All of the Iron Man movies. Shut your mouth! <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, let me explain. Sit down. All right, I'm taking the mic. Mic <laughs> drop. <laughs> okay, no, no. Here we go. <laughs> I don't think you can. If anyone can't see me right now, my f- hand
3: got a vein bursting off my forehead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen up. <laughs> Hold up, my hand is up I, I talk my hands So my hand Everyone listening Imagine me holding up my hand Right now To drive the point home So, what I'm trying to say Frank, I'm losing Okay, hold up Alright, <laughs> if all the Captain America movies Instead of watching Captain America As like the main guy He could be a trash bag And I'd still love the movies Because, here's why and I go back to what I said earlier in my two cents. Okay. He, Captain America, I do not like as a... Like, I hate as a superhero. He's too much. But the movies are incredibly good. Like, okay, you so could, so you could trade like- out any other person on this planet to play his part... And it wouldn't change my perception of the movie.
1: Okay, so it's not that it's not the character of Captain America that's drawing you in; it's everything else
2: about it. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes.
1: Fair enough. I stand by that.
2: As much as I don't like like putting them that high, I have to do them justice because they are great movies. Like all, every single Captain America movie is phenomenal.
1: Oh, easily the strongest ch- trilogy. Yeah, in easy, MCU yeah. and other places as well. Hands
2: down. And, you know, no disrespect to Iron Man, I love you, but the movies are just really well done. And so, that's why I have, like, I think every single, yeah, all three Captain America movies are in my top 11. And all three of my Iron Man movies, I have it Iron Man bottom 12.
3: Gosh. So. See? So I, I I'm gonna have to disagree with you because like if you do love Iron Man, you have to
1: show me like that you do
3: that's
2: why Iron Man's at number twelve wait, wait, wait. right behind Captain America you can, you can
1: love Iron right you wait, wait wait hold on you can love Iron Man, but you don't have to love his movies just like I love Doctor Strange, but I don't love his movie I'd like his movie, but I don't love his movie
3: well this, this is Jesus. about dislike
2: because part of it is like look Iron Man and like Captain America the there's two different, like, themes going down. Hey, hey, One, hey, save it for no, <laughs> Civil War! Okay, no spoilers! <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to say is I, I really enjoy just old-fashioned stuff. Like, I've already mentioned every single freaking podcast, so if you didn't listen last time... <laughs> Maybe you should I listen. love origin stories, so I like... I really like Captain America because it kind of just ties everything together. It's like the origin story. It is. It's actually it's
3: nice. on on IMDb. It says that Captain America: The First Avenger does the heavy lifting as far as like connecting the MCU. It, it does. It does
2: because you know Iron Man. All respect to it. It's the like the first one that kicked it all off. Yeah, love that movie. Smart. But another reason why I love Captain America is because like it's just the setting. You know, 1940s, World War II, and it just kind of really fond of that. Yeah, I I just I I could watch a documentary about World War II for four hours. Like I enjoy that kind of <laughs> That's stuff. That's why this channel does that to you. <laughs> so just do it on repeat, just keep watching. It. I would watch it because I just find that stuff super interesting. And like this whole movie is about that, like the propaganda, and just the music and the pictures. Kind of all has that like old yeah, fashioned already, feel. It's it's fun, that. yeah. It's fun to watch. Just
3: so do you hate
1: Chris
2: Evans
3: or Captain America?
2: Captain America. Chris Evans is like a homie, and like what Harrison said, dude, he is a hunk of a man. Love
1: oh my gosh. Man. Okay, when he came out of that, the okay, everybody who's seen this movie, everybody who knows Captain America knows the scene where miniature dude goes into the space rocket, whatever it is, space rocket. and Chris Evans comes out with his pecs the size of my head the <laughs> and it's just like oh my gosh that is a man like holy son. the whole time I was just amazed at the the dedication that someone would take to
2: get just
1: huge
2: oh, yeah. to play a role so well but yeah like even just like the way he stands like it's just so Captain he's America he's jacked <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he's like running and it's just like dude he has to like I don't know yeah, we, explain, we're not going to yeah, talk yeah, about those yeah. anyway. the Anyway, what were we on? Was I Was it me? Yeah. Or oh, so are you going to rent it, oh, buy it, or so. never watch it again? <laughs> so definitely.
1: We, oh wait, no, we already passed. it no, 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 no I'm the ranking
2: <laughs> Okay, were you going into it, or was it me? Oh no. No, I stopped you and I roasted you. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're done with jerk. Come on, man. What's your
1: ranking, Cade?
3: Okay, all right. I moved on from that catastrophe. Your fault. My fault.
1: <laughs>
2: You should thank me, bro.
3: Come on, <laughs> I'm I'm the real reason why there's ratings on our podcast. Let's be honest here. <laughs> okay, Cap, we're at Captain America, the First Avenger. I have it at thirteen. It's very much in the just in the pack, right in the middle. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. I feel like it's just because I can't throw any lower because it's because it's just a, it's a tearjerker because you see this kid from Brooklyn having to he gets asked to take part in this huge um war and this uh role that he has to take that's to you know to take and this reputation to keep up and then to have you know to keep it up and leave almost leave his life behind oh my gosh yeah. you know and in multiple ways which we'll talk about that later I have a lot of things to talk about that but yeah Captain America is straight in the middle cuz I feel like he is he needs to be appreciated but i have favorites
1: yeah so 20 minutes in we've made it through two segments (laughs) on to binge points which could take its the rest of the podcast if we're not careful so i'm just gonna rattle mine off like just kind of like bullet point list um so we don't spend forever on them so first thing uh, i already mentioned chris evans is ripped Chris Evans plays Captain America so much better than I can imagine. I also noticed I just looked it up on IMDb. Joe Johnston, the guy who directed this movie, directed Raiders of the Lost Ark. What a perfect choice for a director for this movie. So, oh man, yeah, it's good. Um, The acting in this movie. There are so many like actors who I forgot were in this movie. I forgot about Tommy Lee Jones who plays the Colonel, who plays him perfectly. I forgot. I forgot that Hugo Weaving was Red Skull. And then Stanley Tucci, who plays um, Dr. Erzenkind, or however you say that, um, I just forgot how much I love the actors in this movie, um, and they all did it so well. like the way that they did um and I see now I'm already forgetting his name. Um, but the way that Tommy Lee Jones plays the Colonel, it's just so much fun, like the scene where he looks at me he's like, "I'm not kissing yet." Like, <laughs>
3: Everything he comes out of his mouth is like this straightforward,
1: direct. It was just cool. like, it was hilarious. It was I brought you dinner. So um, <laughs> let me just pull my list here of other binge points I had because, like, uh, like I said, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, so maybe my good binge, my binge points are a little different. Um, I thought the music was great from Alan Silvestri. I also noticed a really small binge point, um, and I kept trying to find it online, and I just could not. Um, is when Captain America, Chris Evans comes out like he's in New York in the current period, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. and it's like that spinning shot around New York and you see all those like the advertisements of new york there's one that just happens like super briefly for the dark night oh, yeah. <laughs> it has like the joker in the background anyway, not important whatsoever it's for like half of a second and it's like moving in the corner and you can barely see it um, The other thing that I loved about this movie scene this time is the really. I mentioned this kind of in my two cents, but the power, not power, that's the wrong word to use, but the the effectiveness of kind of twisting propaganda on its head of Captain America and like those silly, that silly montage of him doing all those shows and just how they changed it. I just really, really enjoyed that. Um, other binge point, I don't know, this, this has nothing to do with watching the movie and just IMDb. Christopher Marcus and S- Stephen, or Stephen, I'm sorry, McKeeley, McFeely, who wrote. Infinity War and Endgame, wrote this movie. So you can just bank on those two to write a good Marvel movie, or just a good movie in general. So other than that, I don't really have that many binge points just because this is like my second time watching it. So I was not focused so much on binge points, but other things. So those are mine.
3: I actually was focusing on the binge points. Really? Yeah, because I really wanted to see what they would drop in Captain America The First Avenger because... People, whenever I've watched, you know, we've all watched all those YouTube videos of theories of like backstories of all those things about the MCU. And they always keep mentioning this this movie, actually. And so I was really curious about what they would, you know, things they drop, mention, run by the the screen yeah, and stuff. And one thing I was like, I recognized it in the very beginning. And that was when Red Skull or what's his face? um Johan Schmidt he was talking about um how the tesseract was in was like in the safe or in the what's it called it's just the keep of Odin
1: Oh yeah in the treasury of in treasury of Odin
3: so he knows that so so I mentioned I saw that and I thought to myself well he's just like just all about this like
1: um this Mythology, mythology, the Norse right. mythology, and then I thought about the the quote back in Thor, where um,
3: Loki was telling Thor that like, oh, you didn't just go to Earth and just like have them worship you as a god. He's like, just give him give him crap about that, and you know, Johann Schmidt is a perfect example of that. Is that he noticed that this is these gods are like they're legit, they are real, and there's a power out there. And that throughout the whole entire film of Captain America, there's references from Thor. There's a point where Red Skull is looking through mytholo- mytho- mythology books of Thor, of Loki, of Odin, of Valkyrie. He names, what does he name Valkyrie? It was the army. His, army. The arm, his army was called Valkyrie. Alpha, a, not after the, the actress, but that whole army in Thor, Ragnarok. He named it after them. Is that he understood that, and he just he kind of copied the the themes, the titles, the labels of of Thor and of Odin, and like I thought that was really cool because this comes after Thor, correct in the yeah. or in, in the order, and so it would make sense for them to reference Thor, yeah, and then they reference other things ahead of it, and so I thought that was just really cool. I didn't notice that ever before until now, and I thought they tied that in. Incredibly well,
1: I will say that you made me remember this. It was fun to see seeing the other movies later in the MCU how much they referenced this movie later, if that makes sense. Um, and then there's one other thing that I forgot. What it was? Hold on, give me a second. Uh, I don't remember. Darn. What you will you come?
2: Um, this time. I think one, just, like, one binge point that, like, I, I think is pretty cool about this movie um, is right in the beginning when Steve Rogers is, you know, just puny little punk. Like, when he's fighting the dude in the, or when he's, he's not fighting the dude, he's getting beat up in the alley. <laughs> right in the beginning after the, <clears throat> he tells the dude to shut up in the movie theater. So, like, he's getting punched, you know, lights out of him, you know, he's just getting wrecked. And, like, mad respect for, like, standing up because, like, one of those punches, oh, uh anyways like there's a part where he like grabs a a trash can lid to like protect himself doesn't do anything he totally gets the crap beaten out of him i thought just you know like funny little thing just like oh he'll use a shield and it like doesn't help him whatsoever you know captain america getting beaten up even though he has like a shield and everything um and then like you know he gets a shield and then like one of the last scenes of the movie is we see this little kid who has like the trash can, but it's like painted on the, oh, yeah. the Captain America shield. And I know it's like nothing big, and it's pretty like obvious to like everyone who watches it. But I think it's just pretty cool how they just connect like what a hero does to like yeah, even just like kids, you, you know, like the country. It, well, yeah, and it, it totally like changes the whole like idea, and you could just tell like even when he's doing the propaganda shows, Captain America just totally like. Takes you know a place in the heart of like kids across the country. There's the comics that come out, and they all just want to be like Captain America. And as much as I hate Captain America, he is a good role model for the kids. Like I respect that. But like <laughs>
3: you respect him, you like his movies, but you still hate him.
2: Yes, I stand firm with I that. I want
3: to remind everybody about. That.
2: <laughs> but um, yeah. So I just thought that was just kind of a cool binge point. Just kind of playing around with the the whole shield thing. So
1: yeah. I remember my other binge point is I noticed this time when the people get launched, launched, get shot with the hydro weapons that are powered by the Tesseract and the Space Stone, they don't, like, burn, they, they don't, like, disintegrate. like, it almost looks like, yeah, it's not a bullet, it almost, like, it really looks like, because the Tesseract is a Space Stone which just is pretty much a portal or a teleporter, it, it, it affects and manipulates space around you to allow you to travel through space and teleport and port portals almost Uh, and it almost kind of looks like their their body or their matter is just kind of like teleported away somewhere like space stone (laughs) like I I just think of the scene where Thanos in Infinity Wars whoa huge spoilers uses the space stone to get from Titan to Wakanda and he kind of walks through almost that portal looking thing through space that's what the space stone does is allows you to manipulate space to move it at your advantage Um, and it's almost like that happens to their body unelectedly, like they don't choose to, like forcibly, so they're whatever happens, which also I thought was cool that knowing later what happens to the Red Skull, that seeing him, he didn't burn up like a classic Indiana Jones movie he gets teleported away, like the teleportation that he, that the Space Stone, the Tesseract does to him, looks so similar to the Bifrost so now, knowing more about marvel lore it's so cool to see like really how well they understood what they were doing from the beginning they were they they really knew like the tesseract is going to be the space though
3: and another thing going off of what you said about how they use the power of the tesseract to you know quote-unquote shoot people they thought they were disintegrating them of some sort but like in the beginning he says when they were trying to they were using the power whatever that doctor was he was you know turning up slowly at the 70 percent and then Johan Schmidt said, "I didn't come this far to be careful, doctor." And he just cranks it up, and like, and I feel like that phrase explained that Red Skull has doesn't know what he's dealing with. That the old guy that he killed in the very beginning was was right. You don't know what power that you have. And look at the M- MC, whole MCU, like in a huge, big picture, the Red Skull had no idea. Oh, he, he saw. Yeah. yeah, he saw it as a power source, but in the end, it was a, it was a space stone. It wasn't the power stone, it was a space stone. Can you imagine what Red Skull, if he had the power stone? Or the ether and stuff? But, like, he just did not know what he was getting himself into. And so, that's a really good question. I actually kind of want to ask the director or somebody to see if, do there, there, when people get shot by those Tesseract guns? What happened to them? Are they actually dead, or they get
1: teleported? Did their matter just get dispersed out in space, but... Who knows? So any other bench points we want to mention?
3: No, I think that's it. All
1: right. All right, so let's move into our our favorite and least favorite scene, but because we like to keep things positive here, we like to start with our least favorite scene.
2: I want to go first. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. No, it's because like I've seen this so many times. I, I only th- recognize this this time. this time. And both of the – I actually have two dislikes. Um, one is actually – about the MCU, what happens after, but the one, the first one is definitely about the movie. Watching this, I don't like how they open like the opening scene. Owen.
3: Oh, Didn't you say that last time? No, you said that last time with Thor.
2: Oh, oh I hated the opening scene. This Thor. opening scene I was completely against because I feel like it spoiled the movie. Well obviously you know, I've seen this a lot. I know it's gonna happen. But I feel like you know the whole idea they find this giant ship and then they go down, and they find Captain America's shield. The part where they find the shield, I love. But I don't like the fact that they give away, there's a giant ship in some snowy wasteland, and they go inside, and then they see his shield. Like, watching that, I was just like, well, now you, now it like, gives the viewers, it kind of gives them just like a peep to like, hey, you know, when you see a giant ship, you know, like, Captain America's just gonna, like, go down in the ship. Like, that's that was my first thought when I watched this again. And that could be because, like, I've seen this so many times. But I I felt like it would have been a lot... Just kind of keep it mysterious. Keep us in the dark until the very end. Like, even just, like, opening scene, you know... I, I do love the idea of, like, finding Captain America's shield. But I would like them to do it in a different way. And that's yeah. easy to say as, like, a viewer. He's like, I don't like that, change that, whatever. But, um... After watching that so many times, I feel like this is one of the few dislikes where I feel like they could have maybe spiced it up a little different. I I don't know how they would have done it, but just kind of introduce Captain America. Give that little cliffhanger. It's like, oh, wait, the shield. Like, who is this guy, you know? Um, But, yeah, there's that. And then the second one, which is a lot more minor, is with this doctor. I don't know his name, and I probably can't even say it. Which one? The one who helps Captain America.
1: Oh, uh, Eskin or...
2: Yeah, that guy. I wish that kind of stayed to the core character of Captain America through the rest of the MCU. The Doctor? Yeah. Yeah, like, kind of just what he taught Captain America. Because the last thing we ever see or really, like, know from him is, like, when he, like, taps on Steve Rogers' chest right after he changes. Yeah, that's huge. It totally drives home a point... And I think it does so much for like Captain America helping him be Captain America, and I feel like that would have been awesome to like just kind of pay tribute to that in later MCU movies, or just kind of show that like maybe in part of his character development later on, have him like remembers like you know you're not here to like be a perfect soldier, you're here to what was it what is it that he says? It's like uh, you're here to be a, a good good man yeah good man I would I wish Because that is such a – I don't want to go too in detail here because this is, like, almost falling in. But, man, what a line. I wish that they kind of stuck with that whole idea of what he learned from this doctor to later on. I think that would have been kind of a cool throwback. But those are my only two dislikes. Literally everything else, in my opinion, is fantastic. But what about you? uh,
1: I just want to respond to yours super quick. It's not necessarily rebuttal. It just makes me think that, like – Seeing that now, I I have a lot more for an understanding. And I don't want to... I've tried to avoid like spoilers for future movies just in case any of you listeners haven't seen them yet. Um, But... I just lost my train of thought. Oh, like understanding the the events of Steve Rogers' life, the events of him becoming Captain America, but also the event of being frozen in ice for 70 years and then waking up. Watching this movie this time made me understand the the impact that that would have a lot more and um, kind of why why Captain America is the way he is in later movies. But I guess I'll talk about that when we get to the later movies. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. I wish kind of that there was some more continuation of those moments because I really enjoyed them.
2: Yeah, they're awesome to watch.
1: So, yeah, uh, least favorite scenes. Cade, do you do you want to go next? Or...
3: Yeah, I got a least favorite scene. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> i said that like five times. <laughs> I know. This is, this has been a it's been a crazy day you know you're on the podcast grind and sometimes words don't always come out the way you you want them. Uh, worst scene, least favorite scene. I want to say it was I had it on my mind when you were when you were ranting off, but it was a. Um, I'd say it was when Captain America was like he was being all the patriotic, political symbol. Because at oh, like that point, w- yeah, we like he was watching, and he's like, does a fake punch to Hitler," and it's like I'm watching this movie, this this part of the movie, this scene or gibbet, and I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, "When is this over?" Let's get back to like the real fighting and stuff. Let's get Captain America pissed and go out and save his buddy. Like that part was just kind of a weird thought, a weird huge, you know, that they tried to. I guess understand why they want to make him a symbol, but. Have him go out and do stuff and like save the world and all that stuff. That would make it a symbol itself. So I think that's my least favorite scene. is him like wearing wearing tights and the soldiers screaming at him, "Bring back the girls," something like that. And he gets just just shows that like that little it was a complete failure.
1: Yeah. All right, Harrison. Any
2: thoughts?
1: My least favorite scene. Yeah. Um. honestly I like forgot to pay attention to that uh, <laughs> um probably my least favorite scene I'm trying to remember now I feel like my mind's just going completely blank on this movie we just watched it literally what the heck why can't I remember it um I think my least favorite scene would be oh yeah the now I remember The train scene where Bucky dies. Mm -hmm. I just hate that Bucky dies. I I like the events that happen later. Um, But I didn't get why Bucky closed the door. You know what I mean? Uh,
3: He closed the door. He He didn't close the door. Did it close on him? That got closed on him. That was a trap. I
1: thought the whole whole time time I was like, why did he close the door? That was the stupidest (laughs) thing ever. Yeah, it was a total trap. Okay, well, regardless of that. Okay, now I like that scene a little bit more. But I didn't like... um, just that whole train scene. I like them ziplining down onto the train, but then I didn't like um, the events that happened with Bucky and Captain. I like the scene where Captain throws Bucky the gun and he catches it. That was pretty sweet to see like yeah. their teamwork, but it just makes me sad. It's
2: when, kind of the whole way it went down Yeah, Bucky died.
1: Yeah, it just made me sad. Gotcha. So, huh? favorite scenes. I'll go first. and so We'll just circle back the way we went. My favorite scene, um, well, two of them, the less meaningful one is when for the first time chris evans in all his muscular glory is on scene when he comes out of the whatever that is the metal (laughs) rocket yeah the space rocket is that what i called it yeah just because that scene's just like so like epic like you see this good guy this scrawny kid comes out and he's just he's just captain america like that scene's just it's just a ton of fun and like really exciting and, and thrilling and, and impressive to see the hard work that Chris Evans put in to, to be that. Um, but the more meaningful favorite scene is when Scrawny Captain, when Scrawny Steve Rogers jumps on the grenade. Yo, oh, okay. every time, I just oh, I'm gonna talk about that more later when we fall in. But that's my favorite scene. Every time I think about Captain America, I think about that scene. Great. Uh, <laughs> so, 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 so many things say to, to say about it, about it but I'll hold, I'll hold my t- for a second. Um,
3: I got. A favorite scene and it's the first time steve rogers ever tells tells people that he's captain america is when he's going to free the prisoners and they're like who are you supposed to be and he's like i'm captain america oh yeah i love that it's like nonchalant like i'm who i like i'm captain america yeah, you don't know you don't know who i am <laughs> I love that. and so like i think that's the, maybe i don't know if i should say this but it, is that the only one and only time he's ever t- called himself captain america
1: I think in that
3: movie, that's the only time he does, but I don't know. Right. Is it like L of all of them? Because he always, sure he always mentions, he's always big, uh, big about Steve Rogers. Like, I am Steve Rogers. But me, that I want to see if that's the only time he ever calls himself yeah, Captain America. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um, my other favorite scene <laughs> is uh, when he, just as he gets about to jump on the massive sh- um, plane. Peggy, you know, Peggy, her, was it? What's her name? Haley Atwell. Yeah. You know, gorgeous of an actress kisses and tells him to go get him, and then <laughs> the Sergeant Luke's like, "I'm not kissing you." <laughs> <laughs>
1: it had me laughing so hard. Just he does, like, he, like he's like driving at like full speed. He just glances up, and he's like, <laughs> "I'm not, I'm not kissing." Because <laughs> <you." laughs> like he's driving, like trying
3: to stay focused, and like because like they have a moment they kiss, and like Steve Rogers, you know, still being this kid from Brooklyn, gets kissed by this like no. This beautiful. Woman. Beautiful woman. He like gets He like looks over to the sergeant like, what do I do next? And he's like, I'm not kissing I'm not you. Kissing you.
2: <laughs> Respect <laughs> to Captain America to be able to focus like after that. I just like sit there and it's like, Wow. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Haley Atwell, can we have you as a guest on the podcast? Yes, please. Please.
3: <laughs> just uh just to hear what your how that all went down.
2: Oh, yeah. But, yeah, Harrison, I don't know, that little thing you mentioned about the what she did after Captain America came out of that.
1: Oh, yeah. So so for those who don't know, so when Chris Evans I, – I have to rewatch the interview. I could be misquoting it. But Haley Atwell was talking about – I think that was the first time that she had seen Chris Evans shirtless. And I'm sure right before that scene, he probably, like, went and pumped some iron super quick to look, like, extra beefy. He comes out of the scene all glistening and, like, it's an epic moment. And you're in front of Chris Evans shirtless, like – Jeez, and <laughs> she wasn't supposed to do it like it's not scripted it was just kind of like a reaction she had she like reaches out and like almost touches his pec <laughs> it's just it's such a good moment in the it movie so
2: well with how she's reacting at the moment. yeah
1: but it's it's not acting it's like actually Haley atwell it's not peggy <laughs> carter in that moment i just think so it's so- that whole
3: scene right there i want to i'll wait till we go into fall in but like
1: the whole scene is just like it's
3: a classic, it's a classic scene, classic from, scene. The,
1: from the. yeah movie. she's just like it's just a music swelling you see the thing open it's just like jeez so that's your favorite
2: scene yeah my two
3: favorite scenes the one where he says I'm Captain America for the first time of the entire MCU and then him I'm not kissing
2: you that one okay all right fair enough my favorite scene um to be honest I didn't think about this much like going into the movie um Wow! I just thought of another good movie we should watch. But anyway, <laughs> um, tell me what it is. All right now. <laughs> yeah, just say it now. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, oh,
1: like the one with the, the new ones. Yes. Robert oh my
2: gosh. Thinking of Captain America's like snow scene when they're going through the oh, snow man. in the trees made me remember Game of Shadows. Oh, that's yeah. such a good. Oh, okay. Oh! Sorry. Wow. Well, you guys should tune in for when we do that podcast because it's gonna be good. Yeah. Anyways. So I think my favorite scene, it's not necessarily one scene, it's just the whole, it's like the bunch of scenes when Captain America establishes himself as like, look, I'm like a secret weapon now, I'm gonna take my group of boys, and like, we're just gonna go tear through Europe and just take out these like, German factories, and just like that whole, it's just a whole bunch of things, like just being a superhero, they're just kicking butt, you know." taking out these bad dudes you know blowing up factories blowing up tanks captain america being captain america throwing a shield whatever like it's just it's just very enjoyable to watch you know just kind of the cool fighting that goes down and just like the different scenes it just shows like this group is really growing together and they're like being successful and just like changing the tide of the war and like throwing off Johann schmidt and everything so i'd say that was definitely my favorite like section of the movie yeah Are we finally so, on fall in Yeah, idea yeah, this whole time i've say. tried to like withhold myself from falling so, in you know, but it's time so, so <laughs>
1: kelton's been on this edge of his seat for this so we'll let him go first for, so yeah oh fall in. this is where we talk about kind of the themes or messages um from the movie that have impacted us that we enjoy and personal note Like, these conversations that we have, this is also just to tell the two of you, that the three of us have, like, I think about them for a long time. And it genuinely causes me to make changes in my life to try and be a better person because of these conversations. And I love being able to appreciate movies in this way, that we get to spend 30 minutes just having a good time, just enjoying the movie, but then it impacts us. Like, life-changing
2: conversations. Oh, and also, like, to let you guys know... When we like normally, when you watch a movie with a group of friends, like you have like things you want to say, and sometimes we'll say that, but a lot of times we try and save it for our podcast because yeah. all of our reactions are like genuine, and like this conversation is not planned. It's just like whatever comes to our mind, and like, and just our reaction. So, anyways,
3: we we try to make it as real as possible for you guys. Like, this is we want you guys to be a we want you guys to be a part of it. You know, this is a podcast where we want to share this is movies that we love, why we love it, why we hate it and just share it. And we want people to be a part of it. We want people to join us. We want people to just interact. And cuz we feel like we this is a incredible amount of enjoyment that we get from this. So come and join it with us. Sorry, enjoy with the, seriously. Join sorry. the conversation. Join the conversation. Like we'd love to have people come out here and talk with us and see what their they're, you know, two cents
1: is. Just comments, whatever. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, after that, shameless plug.
2: <laughs> Let's fall in, Kellen. Fall in, finally. So, <sighs> there's so many directions I want to go with this, but I'm just gonna go with the first one. Is priorities, like?
1: Whoa,
2: I. Yeah, this is. I'm. Ever. I'm really. I want to talk about so many different things, but this is one I like. Really has been like thinking about a lot as I watch this movie this time around. Is just priorities on how like. Especially with the Doctor. I think he... Uh, he is, like, up there for one of my favorite characters. To like, All of them are great, but I just love when he's talking to Steve Rogers right before he has his, like, procedure. Just, like, the wisdom that he just, like, dumps on Steve Rogers. That whole scene's incredible. But, like, it, it just, like, it just helps... St- Kind of establish, like, help Steve Rogers realize, like, the importance of setting priorities. Of, like, just by asking the question, do you want to kill some Nazis? And he's like, well, no, like, I want to, you know, I, I don't want to kill anybody. I just want, I just don't like bullies. And, like, I think, you know, when you, if you're in a war, you could get caught up in, like, what you're doing. You kind of, like, can dehumanize yourself to what you're doing, because it could be hard, like, I'm sure, like, being in war and everything. But, anyways. It's just like the reminder that the doctor gives to Steve Rogers is to always, like, just be a good man. Like, and no matter what you may be doing, just remember that, like, oh my, that you were chosen, like, because of, like, who you are. And that just because you're big and strong now, it doesn't mean you should lose respect for that power. And just being able to keep your priorities straight is like yeah you may be able capable of doing a lot of different things but being able to like stay true to what you believe even like though your circumstances may change and like another point what brings up priorities is like how captain america reacts when he finds out like bucky is like in danger or possibly like killed on how you know You think, you know, okay, Captain America, he's, like, an obedient, like, soldier. But he's also, like, he fights for what he believes. Like, it's obvious to tell he has his priorities of, like, his friends and, like, family before anything else. Even though it means, like, completely abandoning his post in the army of, like, doing propaganda. Or not propaganda, but, like, selling bonds. And even though it's, like, pretty much against direct orders from his colonel, like, he still goes out of his way. Because, you know, Bucky's important to him so what i got from this personally is just being able to know what you what's important to you because i feel like a lot of the times we don't know what's important to ourselves and just being able to step back and like realize like hey like you know personally for me like god is important and like my family and my friends like i i feel like i'm a very loyal person and i may be slow to trust but once i like get there i like wanted i'm like willing to do a lot of things for like friends and family and so like it i just like related to captain america in that moment where he just goes off for bucky like he has his priorities in my mind set where they should be of being able to like do anything for your friends and just do what's good i still hate captain america like i just realized it sounded like I was, like, loving him too much, but I really respect, like, his just sense of priorities and just, like, do-
1: Okay. I mentioned this comic panel earlier, and I found it because you made me remember it, Kelton, because I think not only is it, is it priorities, which I totally agree with what you're saying, I also think it's priorities for the greater good and understanding other people besides your own self-interest and the priorities that that carries as well like you are saying. So there's this comic book panel. It's from the Civil War II comic, um, which I'm not going to give the whole details of that. um, But short synopsis, it's just like Civil War the movie. Um, Different Marvel superheroes start to fight with each other over kind of this really almost political and social battle, and they go to actually a physical fight with it. And T'Challa ends up choosing the side that Captain America does not. And so they're kind of opponents not that they really fight each other and kind of halfway through the battle halfway through the comic T'Challa or Black Panther comes up and like switches sides if you want to say that and this is what he says it is just so well said so Captain Marvel is like asking him what he's doing and he says I have seen too much Captain Marvel I can no longer defend any of this at the beginning I could but I have grown more and more uncomfortable with my part in this and as long and long long ago I learned that you that if you are on the side of Captain America you can rest easy knowing that you are on the right side. And if he, even after that, and if he, even after all that we have experienced would choose what he chooses, then that is what I should choose. Then that is what I have, sh- should have chosen the entire time. So I didn't want to read it word for word to not ruin the comic for people. But in essence, what he says is like, I've known for a long time that if you're on the side of Captain America, you can rest easy knowing that you're on the right side and knowing what he's chosen now, despite what we've seen, that's what i should have chosen all along. And I think it's, I think it like totally goes with what you're saying. That's cool.
3: I did not know that. Dang, that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, every time I read that, I'm just like, man. N- not necessarily like, I don't want to get into this too much to take away from what Kelton's saying. Um, not necessarily particularly the, the person of Captain America, but but a lot of the ideals and standards and, and expectations like you're saying, Kelton, every time I think about this, I'm like, man, what? not necessarily what a person, but what a way to live your life. Like... Living those priorities for other people and for yourself so well, like what a what a powerful way to live your life in such a yeah. positive way.
3: Yeah, and one thing I wanted to mention is about like you know falling into this is that there's a lot of. So I have two things. One thing I want to hit first is the relationship between Peggy and Steve Rogers. Oh,
2: what a
1: heartbreaker! Oh, I cried this time i was hiding it's, over there in the dark in the aside corner, but, from
2: endgame this is the saddest marvel oh my movie. gosh i the cry ending. every time but so i wanted to
3: so there's a lot of points where it's a moment like peggy and steve have a lot of moments where like they look at each other and they have a look or like they ask questions and the, the specific answers that they give back is like very inc- to me meant a lot because <clears throat> I watched, first watched the movie, it was, when the movie came out, 2011, 2012, something like that,
1: 14, 13.
3: something like that, and I wasn't married back then, and now I am a married man, and seeing this, seeing their relationship that they have, is that there's a point where Captain America, or Steve Rogers, he's going to go save Bucky, and um, before that, before he found out that Bucky's unit, the hundred seventh was in trouble peggy said you don't you think you're more than this more than just this this political figure that you just say these words on a piece of paper and tell people to buy war bonds purchase war war bonds that she said that you are more than this and then he finds out about he finds out about bucky barnes that he's in trouble and goes out and he's told by the sergeant do not do that they're 30 miles behind enemy lines it is a we lose more men than we would save Steve Rogers has this connection where he asks Peggy a question. You said I was more than this before that the things that you said early. Did you did you were you telling me the truth? And Peggy gives this look that only a wife or someone who was in love would give a look back to. And she said every word. And like those, and there was more conversations throughout the whole movie where they had this relationship where. They have a trust, even though they don't know each other, and they're like they kind of they're they coworkers, and they're working it. They're working together, not necessarily having a relationship, but it's but they are behind the scenes in their like in their mind, and in their conversations, and subtle references, subtle hints they give back to each other that they have a love for each other that does not really compare to very many other people, and I think that's what gave steve rogers a certain character because steve rogers thought this whole movie was a kid from brooklyn he wasn't captain america like he was in civil war or any other mcu movies because like think about it. like you have this life where you want to serve your country you're given the opportunity you find this dream girl and you are saving the world and then you lose almost all of that like let me ask you this colin like if you had Life like that, and then you lose all.
2: all I'm married though. okay You're not married. <laughs> Just Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, you
3: had so you have all these certain this life, and you lose it, and then now you have to go and fight for this country that you are not so sure that you know anymore. Like, would you lose a part of yourself?
2: Yeah, like that shattered like all my like. It shattered your personality almost. Well, I don't know. It shattered my personality, but it definitely like shattered my perception of like maybe my priorities or like I don't know. That's really hard to say. I mean, I obviously haven't experienced that kind of like bond yet, but like Mm -hmm. I could definitely tell you like it would totally like change. That'd be like life change, like game change right there. So
3: what about you, Harrison?
1: Uh, it's hard to say, but uh, yeah, a lot of things in my life would be a lot different if that happened. I, I would, my way of thinking. Because, like looking at
3: Steve Rogers and saying that he is—he want—he's all he has—all these things that he wants to accomplish, and he and he did, and he has this—he has a certain, there's a certain point where he's ha- he, has, he has happiness, and that's when he runs into Peggy, when um Peggy saves his, saves his life from that guy with the flame flower. And then he like they run up to each other, and Steve's like, "You're late," as as a callback to what she said to him when he rescued all the other guys. And then Peggy's like, "Don't you have something to do?" And he's like, "Oh, right." Like in that moment, he wasn't he wasn't Captain America. He was Steve Rogers. He was the boy from Brooklyn still, even though he was this heroic figure that he still was himself. And so I feel like what the doctor did say to him when he pointed to his chest in his dying moments, that that did stick with him and but that it's, he didn't vocally express that is that he just took that within himself. If that makes sense. And i does that make sense at all? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that's, it's a big, I have some, I have some more other stuff to say, but I'll let people.
1: Yeah, hey, we can, we're running along on time. So we'll wrap it up here super quick. I just wanted to talk about my favorite scene and what it means to me is the, I, the scene where it, Steve Rogers, when he's scrawny, jumps on the grenade, um, and like that incredibly selfless and and protective act isn't something that you can decide in the moment that let's say you're in that given situation that jumping on a grenade isn't something that you can decide to do to save all your buddies right then. It's a decision that you make beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's really a profound and inspiring way to live your life to constantly have a thought. Of others and a thought of, of of serving others and protecting others and, and a very selfless way of living. Desire. Yeah, it, and it's it's never prideful. It's not for the purpose of being a hero and and being that one guy who saved everybody because he jumped on the grenade. It, it's it's so so much higher than that. And I just it's profound and, in, and inspirational to me. So yeah, we'll we'll wrap that up here unless anybody else has anything to
2: say. That's a good spot to end it on. I
3: will say this um i think the way chief rogers acted in this movie was a total prediction toward how he ever acts in the rest of the movies is that he's thinking about others in winter soldier he's thinking about his friend the entire time saving his friend and in civil war he's trying to save the common the common people
1: it's interesting so yeah yeah, so thanks again for listening that was a Chaotic, disorganized yeah, we podcast, but hopefully, hopefully we're able to wrap it up. It's, I guess it's just been one of those weeks. Um, so, yeah, like we said, definitely share with your friends. Follow us on social media. Um, social? Yeah, that. Says you will.
3: Yeah, please
1: share it. Please, please, please share it. And, uh, yeah,
3: just pass it around. Pass it along
2: you ask your grandma to download it like anything helps even download
1: it on every single podcast app download all the different apps and download it but anyway we'll see you next week with avengers all right ciao ciao bye see ya